0: What's up, people of the UCP nation? Don't adjust your dials. I know what you're probably wondering. Where is that silky, smooth voice that belongs to George? Why isn't he doing the normal intro? Well, the answer is simple. It's because of change. So, UCP fans, if you heard the last episode of the podcast, then you know that I, Seb, was absent. There are two reasons for this. The first is that I was covering PAX East, which is a gaming convention in the U.S., the second reason is because my representatives at the Fur K Corporation advised me not to come on the show until contract negotiations with the UCP were completed. While I was in Boston, the Fur K Corporation sought me out, sat me down, and told me that I was a star. They told me that I should go corporate and sell out. They gave me a Fur K robe made out of the finest materials and put a contract right in front of me. Now, I'm not going to bore you with a minutia of the contract, but just know it basically said, join us and together we will turn you into a star and rule the galaxy. I sat there at that table for moments deep in thought, wondering, was I the type of guy who would sell out to get ahead? You bet your sweet tushy that I am. I picked up that pen, I signed my name, and I joined the dark side. So yeah, I've sold out, I went heel, I've gone corporate, and now you know why. So, what happens next? Next, I'm going to tell you about how this is going to change the UCP. And then, I'm going to give you some video game recommendations from the dope games that I played at PAX East. Alright, so the first change is that I, Seb, will no longer actually be referred to as Seb. The Fur K Corporation insists on me using names worthy of my superstar status. I, henceforth, will be referred to as Superstar Sebastian. Triple S are the artist formerly known as Seb. My segment on the show, which, by the way, I have it on very good authority, is the second highest rated segment of the show, outside of RGT's hidden gems, which by the way, I have a very good authority that RGT is being scouted right as we speak by the Fur K Corporation. But anyways, I digress. My segment of the show will now be referred to as the Superstar Indie Gems. And look, I get it. I know that this change will be a lot for some of you fans, but don't worry. The Fur K Corporation assured me that this is best for business. Some of you might be wondering if things will ever go back to normal. Nay, I say. Contractually speaking, the only way that things ever go back to normal is if I'm defeated by my co-host in the Fantasy League. Which, by the way, would be the biggest upset in UCP history and maybe even sports history. So, with that said... Now that you know all the changes that are going to be occurring here on the show, get used to it. You're going to enjoy it. The Fur K Corporation assured me that you are going to love it. So, all that said, let's get to some of the games that I played at PAX East, and the ones you should check out and avoid. So, I alluded to this in the intro, but I had quite the experience on my first day covering PAX East. For those of you who don't know, PAX East is a gaming convention in Boston, It features a variety of games from the recently released and also the upcoming jams to keep your eyes on. You can also go around playing demos for the different games to get a feel for them and hopefully find something to look forward to. As a member of the media I was invited to try out the games and get an interview with the reps from the studios. It was a really cool experience both on the networking side of things and getting to play some of these wonderful games, many I had no idea even existed in the first place. So let's start with the game that felt like the most AAA game out of all the games I played at PAX East, and that's Fort Solace. Fort Solace is an upcoming cinematic single player sci-fi adventure from the new developer Fallen Leaf. It's coming to PS5 and to PC this summer. You play as Jack Leary, an engineer who spends the longest night of his life on an isolated mining base on Mars. In this game, you explore the Fort Solace station and try to figure out what happened to the missing inhabitants. This game was developed using Unreal Engine 5 and looks impressive visually. It played like Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human where you walk around and try to use the area around you to piece together what's going on and progress the story. There's even the same manner of quick time events that those games are extremely well known for. This game doesn't have any load times at all and it has a star studded cast featuring Roger Clark who played in Red Dead Redemption 2, Troy Baker who of course played in The Last of Us and Death Stranding, and Julia Brown who played in The Last Kingdom and World on Fire. If you like sci-fi games and games like Detroit Become Human slash Heavy Rain are like a good mystery then Fort Solus is one that you should keep your eyes on. On the first day. I played some AAA games, like Dead Island 2 and The Lord of the Rings Golem. Neither game really blew me away, if I'm being honest, but, but both of them gave me the feeling that they were going to be games that resonated with people that were really into their respective genres. On the flip side, though, the indies came out to impress... Demon School, for example, is a 2D turn-based RPG that felt like a fusion of Yu Yu Hakusho and Persona, which speaks to the 90s kid and me on every single level. The 2D art style had a great splash of color and the game's dialogue felt modern. The tactics were fun and challenging without being overwhelming. I loved that you can plot and preview your whole team's moves for a turn and see how that strategy would work out for you HP-wise without having to learn that in retrospect afterwards. If you don't like the preview of the strategy that you chose, then you can simply back out and try another before implementing it. This is a smaller RPG that I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on and I think you should definitely have on your radar as well. Let's talk about Los Edelos. The studio let me get hands on with the latest version of their turn based tactical fantasy game and it's coming to Xbox really soon and I couldn't be more excited about it. This game reminded me a lot of Dragon Age and Fire Emblem. And I don't know if y'all know this about me, but Dragon Age is my jam. Oh, man, I love that game. And now I recently got into Fire Emblem, especially with Fire Emblem Three Houses. So, So this is an RPG that sounds like it was made with me in mind, people. And I was so excited to get hands on with it. All right, so. Let me paint the picture for you about what this game's like. Imagine Fire Emblem's Three Houses gameplay with Dragon Age's vibe and art style. The gameplay wise, Los Idulos feels like a highly polished AAA experience that offers strategic flexibility despite having deep and I mean very deep gameplay mechanics. I was able to speak with the team behind the game and they shared that there is a relationship and character building mechanic in the game as well. They also explained that this game could be a little bit on the tough side. So all those things are speaking my language. So I was able to get hands on with this game, both on the Xbox side of things and on the Steam Deck. And while I can honestly say that both versions run really well and I can't wait to play this on the Xbox, this game feels like it was tailor made for the Steam Deck. It feels like the perfect handheld strategy game man, it feels like that same kind of love I have for Fire Emblem Three Houses just because I have it in my hands on the Nintendo Switch. Except this game feels like it was perfect and I mean perfect for the Steam Deck. So I ain't gonna lie to you, earlier this year I was a bit disappointed with Fire Emblem Engage and it was because of the lack of character relationships compared to Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I get it, made by different studios, they're completely different games. However, after playing and falling in love with Fire Emblem Three Houses, that's what I was kind of looking for with the next Fire Emblem game. Los Idulos feels like the Fire Emblem game that I wanted Fire Emblem engaged to be. And I can't wait to play more of this in the future. Let me tell you about a game I played at PAX East that gave me the most Nintendo vibes. Over the last couple years, I've felt that Nintendo and Mario sports games have been missing that little something something, you know what I'm saying? Their sports games feel like they lost a little bit of that magic that they had in the past. The game Goons, Legends, and Mayhem felt like it found that missing element. So this is an arcade beat-em-up hockey game that you can play solo or play locally with others. This game uses simple controls. You can pass, hit, slash, cross-check, use your special move, move around, and shoot the puck. There are very few controls, but that gives the game its pick-up-and-play attractiveness. It simply feels like a game that most people can play. When I got hands-on with it at PAX East, the co-founder at Rage Cure and the game's lead artist Samuel Bouchard, and I teamed up to play against random people demoing the game. Not to brag, but Samuel and I went 3-0, and the duos were lining up one after another to challenge us. It was a lose and pass the controller system that my friends and I used to play growing up when we played games like NBA Street Volume 2 and Super Smash Bros. Melee. The Nintendo ness that I was mentioning earlier isn't just that the game has pick up and play controls. No, it's also the addicting way that it makes you want to play more. This title, Goons, Legends, and Mayhem, is coming to all platforms, and I know that I'll be playing it on day one when it releases. Next game I want to talk about is WrestleQuest. In a day full of games that spoke to me personally, perhaps none more so than WrestleQuest. I've been a fan of pro wrestling since I could walk. As a wee young lad, I would climb to the back of the couch, aka my grandmother's living room version of the top rope, and jump off to hit my uncle with a mean frog splash. While my 31 year old ass is way too big to do that anymore, I'm still an avid fan of pro wrestling, both in real life and with video games. The latest game to super kick its way into my anticipation list is WrestleQuest. This is an RPG that pays homage to the history of pro wrestling. The game features turn based gameplay that is fun and has a real pick up and play factor to it. The matches are quick and feel different than any wrestling game that I've played previously. The brief tutorials are well executed, explaining all the nuances of the gameplay without feeling like a slog. The map. Oh man, I love the map. It consists of different locations that you can walk up to and explore. What I really liked about the game's map, though, is that all of the locations on the game are pro wrestling themed. I especially enjoyed seeing the statues of legendary pro wrestlers from the past, such as Macho Man Randy Savage and Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm not going to lie to you people, WrestleQuest is a game that I know is going to be absolutely dangerous for me because it feels like it was created with the intention of me being hopelessly addicted to it. I can't wait. I absolutely cannot wait for this game to drop so that I can continue laying the smocketh down on all those who stand in my way. So definitely be on the lookout for WrestleQuest. If you're interested in wrestling games, definitely go check out the trailer because this game might be right up your alley. The next game I want to tell you about that I got hands on with at PAX is a game that has been on my radar for a very long time now. That game is none other than the boxing game Undisputed. Over the years, I've played hundreds of matches in Fight Night. Since about 2011, the release of the last major boxing game Fight Night Champions, I've left tons of fallen boxers on the map, each one of the fallen just another victim. Due largely in part to the skills that I built over the last decade playing this game. Over the years, I began to lose hope though, that there wasn't going to be another high quality boxing game for me to get addicted to. Then I began hearing Whispers of Undisputed, a project developed by Steel City Interactive that emphasizes boxing techniques and true to physics fights. I'll be honest though, leading up to PAX East, I stayed away from this game because I wanted my first impressions of Undisputed to be a finished product. I wanted to see the game at its fullest potential. That all changed when I got the opportunity to play the game at PAX East against the game's community manager wheel, and I loved, absolutely loved what I played. Undisputed feels like the next evolution of boxing games with more realistic punching angles, footwork, and feints. Undisputed has more than 50 licensed fighters thus far, and the ones that I have encountered thus far feel very authentic and realistic. So let me tell you, even though I gave Will that work, I lost. And I walked away hungry for revenge, yet oddly satisfied that the decade-long drought of high-quality boxing games was about to be over. The day Undisputed drops, day one, I'm gonna be on that game like white on rice. I am going to play the hell out of this game. I was so impressed with what I played. I cannot wait to play more. And I'm challenging you, Will. I'm challenging you. I'm going to send you a copy of this episode because I'm challenging you to a rematch. I am not going to take that loss sitting down. So if you're a fan of boxing games, then definitely be on the lookout for Undisputed. And be on the lookout for that rematch against Will. Because it's coming. It's a coming. (sighs) So UPC Nation, those are some video game recommendations from the games that I got hands on with at PAX East. If you want to know more about these games and other games that you should definitely check out from my experience at PAX East, then you should go check out the Single Player Experience Podcast. It is the perfect podcast for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play. I also want to invite you to join us at the UCP Discord server there you can ask me more in-depth questions on how the games feel such as undisputed WrestleQuest, quest or any of the other games i mentioned today you can ask bobby why he's still into hogwarts legacy despite the fact that that game gets stale after about 10 hours or so you can ask george about all the simulation games because trust me he's played them all if not he's going to be playing them all before the end of the year and you can find out more about rgt's and gems so join us at the ucp discord server before we go though just in case you didn't get a chance to listen to this past week's episode we're going to talk about stingray a little bit and speaking of stingray it's time for a peek in what we affectionately call stingray's boot what's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of battle for endor this week so these are the new release highlights for this week april the 3rd to april the 9th 2023 Listeners, these are out on digital and physical or will be by the time that this podcast is on your feed, but could be region dependent. So first off, coming to PSVR 2, we have Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, and that is coming out April the 4th. Next up for PC, we have Filthy Animals Heist Simulator, and that's also April 4th. Another April 4th release is Grim Grimoire, once more, for PS5, PS4, and the Nintendo Switch. Also, April 4th, good lord, how I many games are coming out April the 4th? Is Meet Your Maker for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and the X Bone. Now, finally, April the 5th, we have Movie House for PC. Next up, we have a game that was my indie game recommendation a while back. It's Batura Lost Haven. The Nintendo Switch port of this game is coming out April the 6th. Also, coming out April the 6th is Curse of the Sea Rats for the PC. PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. And last but not least, we have Raven's Watch for PC. Coming out April the 6th. We're gonna add a copy of all these games descriptions in the Discord server as a bonus for you coming over and being a member of our Discord server. So, some of you are probably wondering if I'm going to do a recap of the news. And, unfortunately, that's a no-go. And the reason why is because my representative at the 4K Association, Mr. Stingray Pro, has advised me not to. He said, give them what they want and make them tune in to the other show that you missed out on. So, if you want to listen to the news, you're going to have to go to the previous episode where all the three guys, George, RGT, and Bobby talked about the news of the week so that said we're just going to wrap everything up in a nice neat bow i want to remind you that i am the artist formerly known as seb aka superstar sebastian aka the best damn podcaster in the business and i want to thank you the listeners for listening to this episode of the ucp don't worry all the changes are something you're going to get used to in time do not worry you're going to love it But that said, thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Happy Easter, everyone, and happy Easter to the Fur K Corporation. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I've been Superstar Sebastian, and we out. Peace.